episode of sneakers and up you have the original duo today i am dante and i am gc with a little ice cream on my mouth my bad yeah. Yeah, no, it's all good it's all good we and we back at it we back at it so today we're gonna go over a few conversation or a few uh topics um but first off we're gonna do it like we normally do so what you rocking what you rocking okay. what you watching what you rocking all right so i gotta i gotta i gotta check back in with you um so last time Talk about watching. So last time you mentioned the fab, the fantastic Mrs. Maisel or whatever. Yes. So I watched a show. I liked it. Um, I've watched like a little bit of the first season and like a season or two in the second, a uh, couple episodes in the second season. So it's good. But I feel like it's kind of the same thing over and over again now. I feel like it's kind of like hitting a flat. So maybe it picks up or whatever. But it's like she's in her career now. And, you know, the thing happened with her husband and so on and so forth. So I'm not sure how they're going to make it more entertaining. So I'm kind of like not so motivated to watch the rest of it. So I'm curious what your thoughts about that without spoiling it. No, uh, I mean, it's only three seasons. Mm-hmm. I say keep going. Um, by the end, by the end of it, uh, the last episode of the, I believe it was a third season. Um, I was stuck and I was upset that there wasn't the next one. Interesting. So okay. you're right though. It does get a little flat um, about, yeah, about kind of where you're at. I was think. I got flat maybe about midway of the second season, but okay. I stay I stay true to it, and I believe it's three. I believe it's three seasons, but it mm-hmm. definitely started picking up, and I was hooked at the end of it, whether it was either the second or the third season. But I was hooked, and I was upset that the next season wasn't available at the moment, and yeah. still not. I think it's I think if they keep it going, they're talking about uh, either releasing or filming in December of 2020. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah, one thing that's cool about the show that I like is it's funny. Um, the characters are actually really good, believe it or yes. not. They're, they're kind of weird and kind of quirky, but like the dad, I like the dad. He's 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 a weirdo, but in an interesting way. I also like the fact that it's a look into how things were. Well, one slice of how things were in the 50s, because we really right. don't have that kind of perspective. So it's kind of cool to see how they do that stuff. One thing I got to be upfront, though, one thing that they don't really touch on is like, you know, like the racism and all that stuff and all the like negative ish that happened, like, you know, during that time, they don't really, they kind of gloss over kind of that kind of thing. Well, they don't even like bring it up or whatever. And maybe it's just not that kind of show for that, but it's like the fifties weren't that fun for everybody, you know, but again, right. it's from perspective. So. Right. Well, I mean, you're also talking about a Jewish woman in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's her kingdom. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I'm, I, even I was watching, I was like, wow, that's uh. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is their hope. I mean, her biggest concern is life is measuring that her thighs don't get too big. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, and, yeah, but being that it's New York, especially with, um, New York, I mean, I don't know much about it, but I think they were, um, a lot more, they progressed through it, I guess, if you want to say a little bit quicker than, than a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. So, cause it, it does touch on it later uh, and you oh. do see a bit of uh it doesn't touch on the racism fact but you do start seeing a little bit more color devil than with it being a you know a primarily jewish show mm-hmm. so it they, they do have some in there and at the end of the third um i'll just say that there is j- just watch okay. gotcha. <laughs> just gotcha. watch just watch fair enough okay cool now what i'm rocking uh today i put on the red velvet air max Nice, nice. That's it. What what you watching and what you rocking? Uh, let me do what I'm rocking first, because that's a much shorter list. 
Um, so what I'm rocking, well, what I rocked today was the uh, Columbia Blue Nines. Columbia Blue Nines. Yeah, the white with like the blue panel on the bottom. Navy blue. I'm pulling a blank on that. Like, when did those come out? Those been around for a minute or what? Oh, man. Okay, let's go to the. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, dope. Yeah. Oh, didn't they just re-release those recently? Yeah, that's them. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, okay. those are them. Yeah, the um. so I just rocked those today. We only ran just a few errands. One time leaving the house, I'm doing a lot of home stuff right now. So kind of a homebody at the moment, clearing out the garage and cleaning up the house. You know how it go. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what I'm watching, um, Amazon Prime, uh, uh, obviously the the marvelous Miss Maisel. So I really enjoy that. So I try to check out check out check else to see what uh what Amazon Prime has to offer. So Carnival Row is pretty good. It's okay. uh. It's definitely like if you don't have anything to watch, you will get into it. Um, and I'm going to tell you, the last episode of the first season, like the whole time I was watching Carnival Row, like I was into it and I was entertained and it was cool. And, you know, I wasn't really I wouldn't have called it like one of the best shows ever. And I, I wouldn't even recommend it. It's like unless you got time. Mm-hmm. But the last episode of season one. I like I'm I have to watch season two now. Gotcha. There what was is, so many huh? What's the show about? So it's uh it's kind of like a fantasy movie, um, to where there's like uh what do you call it, like pixies and but they're like they they look just like people, but they got wings so they and they can fly. Uh there's pixies, there's like trolls, there's um like goat men. Okay. So it's uh well men and women, but all these fairy tale creatures are basically secondary to humans. So like they're their servants and and all this other stuff, right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So and it's all like skin color means nothing. It's your pixie, mm-hmm. right? Your pixie or you're a fantasy character basically. Um, so that one was pretty crazy. But like I said, the whole time I was watching it, I was entertained. I I wasn't really like stuck on it but mm-hmm. that last episode dude i was wow well okay. i couldn't i couldn't believe the plot twist that they put in there and yeah so they yeah okay so that that is that one mm-hmm. now another one on amazon prime is carnival or okay. carnivale has the accent over the e right. um, this one we're watching now we're kind of and this is me me and the missus we're kind of uh making ourselves watch it it's it's dark it's a twisted movie it's um back in the 30s 40s around it has to be around that time um it's a carnival and they kind of follow the carnival around and it's like good and evil and like kind of mystic not necessarily not fantasy like the other one but more like a real world it's it's twisted man it's it's a it's a disturbing show like i'm I can walk away from it and be fine. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So, but that's what we're watching together right now. So, so that's, that's what I'm watching, what I'm rocking. Okay. That's what's up. Um, I had a, what's happening with ice cream again? Um, I had, oh, um, so for the carnival role, what is the main, like, I guess. The premise? Um, 
Yeah, because like, what's going on with the pixel? He's trying to fight back to get. Um, oh, okay, out? yeah. My bad. No, no, no. So what it is is, um, so Orlando Bloom is the main character. Okay. Okay. So Orlando Bloom is the main character. Uh, he there's a plot twist with him all in itself, but he is essentially a um a, a detective. He's a detective, and there's some something or someone going around killing uh people uh both human and fairy tale characters and he is he was brought in to try and figure this out and figure out what what's killing what but then you have um oh man i just drew a blank the uh basically like oh i just drew a blank but uh kind of like your court of judges because this isn't like europe right so you have like your court of judges uh and they are all trying to like you know take uh take votes on whether the fairy fairy tale fairy tale characters deserve equal rights and that kind of stuff okay so that's like the subplot but yeah it's it's pretty good i would suggest giving it a couple of shows i mean it's i think it's only eight shows deep anyway as far as season one goes gotcha. that's that's season one because they're an hour long okay yeah i might check i'm not just based on the description i'm not super pumped about it but you know what I got a free month, free hour somewhere. I might just check it out, just like you know, stick right. my head. What's going on? Right, right. Yeah, I'm, Carnival Raw I like more than Carnival, Car- Carnival, Carnivale, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's that one is trippy. Gotcha, gotcha. One thing I forgot to mention, and it just came back to me, is that one show that I'm not watching yet, um, but I just watched the trailer, so I guess it's kind of a technical. Which is technically kind of fits into what you're watching. Is Westworld. There was a Westworld trailer. Westworld's coming back. You know what Westworld's about? No, I do not. Westworld is basically about uh, this island that rich people go to on vacation, and they can have basically whatever type of time period theme they want to be a part of, and they can interact with basically other humans, but they're actually robots. So what that means is you can go back to Wild Wild West and be a cowboy, and you can kill people and have sex with whoever you want and rape and, you know, do all kinds of weird, you know, nonsense. Really? Yeah, because the, the, the characters there are robots. And you can tell, they, I mean, oh. sorry, the characters look like human beings, but they're actually robots, right? Okay. So the whole premise of the show is that the character, it's not the characters, the robots are starting to become, I think they call it sentient, which basically means they're starting to become aware of who they are and what's going on, and they're starting to rebel. So the whole show is about how this um, robot world, because they look just like you and me, so they look like human beings. It's like they're right. more and more human-like. And the whole okay. story is them. So anyways, season three is getting ready to start. I just saw the trailer, so I'm excited about that. What is that on? What platform? Streaming oh, HBO. Platform? HBO. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I might I'm have to check that one out. Check it out. It's, it's really good. Um. For me, I don't even own HBO, but when Game of Thrones, well, Game of Thrones is now done, but when Game of yeah, Thrones, man. and when Westworld comes out, I always buy, but I reinstate my subscription. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually pulling up now on to to add to my must watch list on my app. Yeah, that yeah. sounds that sounds pretty dope. Yeah, it's good. You know the way they have the robots, um, uh, um designed and everything it's, it's really good acting's really good action's really good a lot of crazy stuff happens so a lot of plot twists so it's pretty good i recommend it highly okay favorite, actually huh okay yeah i just pulled it up all right 
bet. I'm going to check that out. Okay. So now, uh, what you rocking, what you watching? We done with that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, depending on the timestamp, but as far as for us goes, yesterday, Travis Scott SBs. Mm-hmm. First off, I want to know what your take on the Travis Scott SB and how they released. Okay. So, the shoe itself, to me, is dope. You know, I'd love to have that shoe. Really? Yeah. I like the plaid. I like the I like the coloring and all of that stuff. Um, from what I saw in the pictures, I don't know what it looks like in hand, of course, right. but I like it. But, um, like, as far as, like, paying resale for it, nah. Um, but the release was, I mean, I guess it was okay. I didn't get them. So, you know, any release you don't get is never really that good. You know? <laughs> yeah. How can you have a good release when you don't get it? But anyways, they did a raffle. So at least having a raffle, maybe I had a better chance than trying to, you know, just do first come, first serve. But either way, I struck out. So, you know, it's, I'm not upset, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm not like pissed. Yeah, I guess I'm not upset. But at the same time, it's like, I wish I would have got him. But it's like, eh, okay, well, it was a raffle. I feel like at least I had a chance versus like some of these other things that happened recently, which we'll probably talk about, where it's just like, you try and you hit, you know, buy now and stuff airs out. So. That's my thoughts. Right. Tell me take on the shoe and the release. Uh, for a release, for this type of release and what the sneaker is and my desire to own that shoe, I was happy the way that they did it. I felt that a raffle would have been fair as long as it was actually a raffle. Right. Um, I mean, we none of us know that. Exactly. But uh, the sneaker itself, I thought it was, I, th- I think the sneaker is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it. I really don't like the fact that they're charging 150 for an SB low. Mm-hmm. Um, I I honestly just wanted it for the resale. Mm-hmm. I'm I I try to be a reseller at sometimes just because you know having some money on the side and more money you know the, I'll take the profit at to buy more sneakers that I want, but mm-hmm. I suck at it, man. I suck at reselling. I just I I pick sneakers that don't sell, so I got to return them. I'm just horrible. Mm-hmm. So, but I was trying to get these just to resell. Um, I struck out obviously but i'm not mad at the way everything went down but yeah like i said as far as the sneak is concerned i don't like it yeah and i also don't like the four to five weeks to ship um and then what caught me off guard though was uh on the item it said comes with travisscott.com special packaging Mm -hmm. but i from what i understand it's only uh releasing in a few uh skate shops and not on the sneakers app yeah, so from what I understand is that, um, yeah, from the TravisScott.com, it comes with a special TravisScott.com packaging, like you said. But um, the regular skate shops, the skate shops are going to have the regular packaging. But if you go to the Nike website, I can send you the link. There's a bunch of skate shops that are having it, but the only one that's near us would be the 510 Skate, which is in Berkeley. Um, so. And that's going to be nuts. Yeah, I'm not any anything anytime I'm gonna have to go physically to a store and stand <laughs> in line or enter it's like nah man, it's it's not worth it anymore. It's cause you know the chance of winning are still so low, so then why, you know, make the effort I mean if I live nearby the place, cool, I'll drop by. But as far as making a special trip there, those days are long gone. Nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be mayhem. It's uh I mean you got so I'll use this to kind of segue into a different topic or not a different topic but to keep it moving um you got those and then you got the strange love sbs that just recently dropped then they they dropped like the plums uh and the biotechs but what do you think about the strange love i mean since that's the most recent one we can talk about that one yeah. 
I really want those shoes because, as I mentioned earlier today, what you watch, what you rocking, the red velvet um, Air Max True. 90. True. So, True. you know, I really like the um, the velvet that's on the Strange Loves. And I was even willing to pay resale. But the thing is, they're like 400 bucks, in some cases, like 450, really? 500. And I was like, I refuse to pay that. You know, maybe a couple hundred, you know, maybe the high twos I would pay. But what's interesting is that. I, yeah, I tried to get it on the release, you know, sneakers app, it was a bunch of nonsense, you know, like, you know, you know, buyer error, card error and all that nonsense. Or what else I don't like is when you're in line and then it like all of a sudden it's like put you back on the, the thing. But, oh, I hate that. I hate when when it puts you in line and it says, uh, what does that say? Pending. And all yeah. of a sudden the pending just disappears and the dollar sign comes back up. And you're yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. I, I hate that. It's like, just tell me I got the L. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So the, so I wanted those. So basically I tried to get them on, you know, release day. I didn't get them. And I was watching the price ever since. And for my size, size 13, the lowest it ever was, was three, seven. I'm like, okay, this has got to go down, you know, but I've been watching that thing literally every day since, you know, a couple of weeks ago or whatever, when it dropped, the price has still never gone down. It's actually higher. It's like four fifty, I see 500 sometimes. So I don't know what happened, but wow. usually when a shoe releases, there's a dip in price, at least for a little bit. But there's been no dip for that shoe, which I'm surprised. Not with uh, not with these Travis Scott com- coming out. Yeah, but they, they they putting life back to the SB. I guess, but I mean they are. But is it really the SB or is it just a collab? Well, the string, yeah, no, that was a collab as well. So yeah, it's the SB collab. I think is you know has lots of life. But as far as these SB collabs turning regular folks into SB heads, I'm not. I don't see that. You? Oh yeah. Oh, oh really? it's just it's the flock, man. It's the yeah. sheep. Okay. It, so what I mean, it, but okay. So I said that, that I said that in a negative way, but now yeah. I'm going to now I'm going to play devil's advocate to myself. Mm-hmm. So everyone is going to jump on uh, on the SB or the Nike Dunk. They're going to jump on that whole train, right? Because they got social media now. For example, here's a perfect example. You see the uh, Kentucky uh, Dunk lows. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Um, so it showed uh, the Kentucky coach wearing just just dunk lows. Essentially, they look like Jordan one lows, uh, yeah. just blue and white, as as regular as you can get. No, no, nothing special on them. Okay. But he wearing them. The coach is wearing them. I just I don't remember who it was, but I just saw somebody on social media wearing them. So the hype for that is going to get real big because people are like, oh, it's the Kentucky and and Drake's always you know rocking with Kentucky and da 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 this and that, whatever the case may be. But though, I mean, it's just a blue and white SB. Uh, yeah, I mean? right now they're basic. Is yeah. that's what I'm saying. So, but because because everyone is putting, you know, what I mean, on social media and everyone lives on social media, and then you got people like you know Kylie rocking SBs and now uh, Travis Scott wearing SBs, and which mm-hmm. is cool in a sense. Um, I do like when. I mean, just everything comes back around. So now the newer generation that's getting into sneakers, they don't really know. They're going to jump on it. They're going to spend the money. They're going to, you know, it's not their fault they were born now as far as the newer generation. True. So they can always look back to see what's in the past. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, since you have your browser up, there's uh, I've been hearing people talk about dunks for a while now. I've never hear, heard anyone bring what I'm about to ask you to look up. Okay. And while you're looking up, we can continue talking. But I just want to get your feet on them. What do you think about the Simpson pack? So the Homer, unless you know what they look like, but the Homer Simpson Nike SBs and the Marge Simpson Nike SBs. 
Well, hold on. If I remember correctly, you had both of them. You've you've had them. I've had. We had it because, like on the show, you you busted them out. You had, I think, the homers, maybe or the margins, one of the two. You you sold them all. Yeah, I got to a point to where I just I have my feelings the way I feel about them, and I'll explain it in a moment. But um, the money, I it's it was just a, it was just a time. I there wasn't something I was gonna wear anymore. So when I look at my collection, I go old stuff sitting there. I look at it like I don't I don't like to collect because everything I own I wear. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to collect. So if I'm looking at it like I'm not gonna wear it, I have literally no point in keeping it. So I want to sell it to get rid of. I mean, and I didn't even sell for like a high market price. I think I sold the Soul Supremacy so they could sell it to somebody else for you know that mm-hmm. way it has a bigger platform to get to. But um, I know how I feel about them, but they're just not my style no more. That's why I don't buy any of the SBs. Gotcha. So, and that actually goes into my response to the Strain Love SB. As beautiful as it looks, it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it does yeah. look it does look beautiful though, but yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, I've had other people tell me the same thing. Like a lot of people compliment my red velvet um, MX nineties, but I've also been told, yeah, I couldn't rock those. That's just not my style. So, but, but you you I had them in my hand, and that material is butter. It's so soft. The Strange Loves. No, no, no. Your uh, your nineties. Oh, the red, the red velvet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had that material is butter. They're not for me. I wouldn't wear them. I wouldn't buy them. But I mean, that doesn't take anything away from the sneaker. That that's butter right there. That's some, that material is so soft. It's like my Jordan velvet pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, velvet or velour? Oh, velour. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, you have those are velvet, right? Uh, mine are velvet. Yeah, but I guess it looks like a velour. You know what? Hmm, interesting. You know what? That's a, I guess maybe something for the audience to tell us, or we can look up on our. What's the difference between velvet and velour? Okay, well maybe you got velvet sneakers and I got velour pants. Yeah, who knows? Now you were asking me a question about the Simpsons pack or something. What, what was your yes. question? What do you, what do you think about them? Because the only reason why I'm asking is because I listen to several different sneaker podcasts, and they have each all talked about respectively about SBs, but none of them, and I get mad every time, and none of them have brought up. The Simpson Pack. What are your thoughts on them? I, I want to be the maybe the only podcast to talk about the Simpson Pack. Well, what do you want to like? What I rocked them? The price? What's what's the, what's what the actual... you, just just uh, cosmetic? What do you think about them? Um, if you didn't tell me they were Simpson Pack, I wouldn't even know because you know it's just the color scheme. Um, I'm not like a huge Simpson fan, so it doesn't really have a connection for me. I think this is something that I wouldn't rock. I'm looking at the Marge ones right now. I forgot what the Homer ones look like. Um, but yeah, it's not my style. I like them, but not on me. Okay. And I wouldn't, and I'm seeing like they're going for like 800 bucks or nine or a thousand or something on stock. So I yeah. sold mine for way too long. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, I That's understand. Right. That's right. I understand that these shops. You know, I won't name any names, but they know where they are. They got a business to run, but a lot of times, you know, they will take advantage of the fact that, you know, maybe if you need money or whatever, because they just will not give you, you know, uh, the high price. And again, at the same time, it's like they're a business, so they can't give you the price that you can get on StockX because they got to turn around and resell the same thing, you know? Right. Um, I'm not mad about it at all. Not even a little bit, because I mean, uh, where I sold him to, like I said, the Soul Supremacy, the owner there, Derek, he looks out for me every time. I, some sneakers he gives me more than I should, but it also depends on the market too. There's a reason why those sneakers are sitting there for you know a thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking here. Um, yeah, but then again, I'm looking at StockX. There's only uh, four sizes on here: eight, nine and a half, ten, ten and a half, and everything else is empty. And right. these are all brand new. 
Yeah, um, it's true. Are, but you know what though? Those are the buy it nows. But the but the um, let me look at the real real quick. Um, the asks the highest bid for anything is only six hundred bucks. Right. Okay. Well, if you look at that, then 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 they, then they did uh, give me a give me a good price. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And also the um, these are brand new. Yours were worn, right? Yes. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's why I, I think I got a good price for them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're not gonna like screw you over, but they're not gonna give you the top top dollar. But that's because they have to resell the shoe themselves. So. Right. But I've also been going to Seoul. I haven't been going anywhere else. I've been going to Seoul now for oh my god, almost like ten years. Wow. Off and on for like 10 years. Definitely. Wow. In that frequent flyer club. Besides, besides my uh, besides my wife, that's my second longest relationship. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. So what were you saying about, were you asking, okay, so you wanted my opinion on that, and then also the... Um, the homers. Yeah, look up the homers. Type in the homers, and while you type it in the homers, I'm going to I'm gonna give my feedback. And yeah. it's, it's pretty simple. I absolutely love them. And I'm a little biased, though, because I am a huge Simpson fan. Is the whole reason why I even bought them in the first place. But the color combination for the Homa, I think it hits the nail on the nose. Um, I thought it was dope with the baby blue and the brown and the white uh, and the tan that's mixed in there. And then the margins, too. I love how they're, like, so close to the characters. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think they just look amazing. So, But I, I don't think they get their due respect. Mm-hmm. But if I ever were to feel them again and kind of to buy them i hope nobody else continues to not like them so that way i don't have to pay out of too much out of pocket for them yeah i hear you um looking at the shoes again same thing with the uh mar simpson's ones it's like mm-hmm. the scheme is cool but i need for me for it to stand up to me i need to have some branding on it that says simpsons or have like an image of marge or something right. like if they had like a little homer um character like on the side or marge that would be extra dope but I'm um, looking right. at them without that. It's like it looks like a regular shoe, and unless you know what they are, it's kind of like okay, this is a cool shoe, but it doesn't really have any real significance. I feel it. I mean, and they probably did that for uh, for cost, because yeah. otherwise they'd have to pay royalty royalties for for using the characters. Yep. So getting back to what you said earlier, though, um, strange love. So you said you're not feeling those. Or you said they're not for you, or what was your thoughts? No, about those that? things are amazing, but they're not my style. Mm. Okay. It's so funny though, is it that it's so I had my uh because I got the Jordan one lows, but I, I also had dunk lows at the same time, and the same thing with the highs. There's just something about the way that they fit is just different. Mm. So it's I mean because they're essentially the same sneaker, right? But it just I don't know something about the cut maybe the way they fit something something about them. There's just the dunks just weren't really for me. I just don't think they fit my foot right at the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, let's move on to the next big release that just happened last weekend. Um, the Off-White Air Jordan 5 collaboration. So what are your thoughts about the shoe itself and then the release? I don't remember anything special about the release, so remind me real quick. What was uh, special so about So what the happened release? was a release, they released on sneakers, and they released, um, no, I think it was a draw. Yeah, I think it was a draw for the sneakers, and okay. then they um, had... Um, uh, what was it? It was no, it wasn't a draw. It was actually first come first serve. In fact, they in sneakers in in uh, in Europe, sorry, England, London. They had the draw because I have um, a account on the sneakers England because I have a person who works, a friend of mine who works out there, so I can get stuff sent there. Anyways, um, it was a draw on sneakers in England, and it was first come first serve here, and then it was also um, over here in the U.S. They also had the um, what am I saying? I'm trying to say. 
Oh, the, the apparel, like the hoodies and all that stuff. So that's our release, but it was the same, okay. you know, sitting in line, and then all of a sudden you're out of line with no kind of, you know, uh, indication, just like all of a sudden you're just back to the main page. So that was the release. Got you. Okay. Um, the release is pretty typical then. I don't really have too much to say about the release. It's one of those things, uh, like you said earlier, you're happy about the release if you copped, and you're not if you didn't. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I did try for him. Again, that was another resale sneaker for me. Mm-hmm. I thought the sneaker looked horrible. I'm I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, it's As the pictures came out more and I saw more detailed pictures of it, it's not as bad as I, as I initially right. had thought it was. Um, to be honest with you, I think it's just the holes. I think that's what honestly what really kills it for me. If it wasn't for those holes, then I'd probably feel them. Because right. I do like fives. I'm not like fives isn't my favorite, but mm-hmm. uh, they're not not a sneaker that I like. Um, yeah. Seeing the material up close, more detail of the sneaker itself wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind the yellow yellow sole. That didn't kill it for me. I think really the holes like absolutely kill it for me. I don't like sneakers you can see through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can hear you on that. One. I hear you on that one. What do you um, think? So. Okay, let me talk about the release. The release was a panty, but like typical. Um, whether it was a draw or whether it was first come, first serve, I, I forgot exactly which one it was. But like I said, they did the opposite in um, in Europe versus here. Um, so it, it kind of sucks, but it wasn't anything that was too much of a surprise. I even tried to get the T-shirt and like a hoodie. All that stuff is the same thing. You're in line, then they just kick you out of line. It was kind of the whatever, the nonsense. As far as the shoe's concerned, yeah. Look at the pictures. The shoe is terrible. Um, I saw a pair in hand. They're not that bad in hand. You know, they're still not great. You know, you take away the off-white branding or the hype. It's a just average or below average shoe. Um, but the material actually in hand, it has like a little bit of a shine to it. So it's actually, you know, not a bad shoe. Um, okay. yeah, I'm the same thing with, yeah, but it's not a great shoe. Let me be very clear. It's not a great shoe, not even a good shoe. Um, but like you said, those holes, the holes on the side, I don't mind, but the fact that you can see through them and you can see your socks through, that's just not my style. You know, and this may be offensive, but like as a grown man, you should not be having shoes where you can see your socks through your shoes. That's just like something kids do or like a clown would do. That's how I feel about that. No, I feel it. I'm not, I'm, I don't like, I don't like that either. I do, however, uh, like the sweater, um, the hoodie mm-hmm. with like the off-white X on the back. And it's got like the, I think it was like black with like gray sleeves or vice versa. Um, however, they are out of their mind by charging $300 for a hoodie. Are you kidding me? Yo, $300. Yo, they were $100 for the jacket. I don't know if it was leather or not. I don't think it was leather, but it was like a, like a crew neck kind of like, you know, regular like zip up kind of coat. No, that wasn't leather. Oh, shit. yeah, they were charging five hundred for a jacket. I don't think I. I mean, all the pictures I saw didn't look leather. They bugging. I man, when I saw the prices on all that off-white apparel, e- even the things that looked uh, fire to me were not fire after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, come yeah, on. Exactly. Even yeah, if the, you, you even if you don't have a family, it's three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I, you know, if it was a really, really dope design or whatever, maybe I'd pay that kind of bread. But just for that, like you said, the design was nothing special. It's just you're paying for the branding. So, you know, for me, I wouldn't pay that at all. Um, you know, the shoe, honestly, in the collection, but the shoe more specifically, is basically just, you know, resale bait, trade bait. Because, you know, rocking that shoe, it's like, yeah, it's it's not. Nah, come on, you know. Nah, like I said, I only bought it to resell anyway. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. only reason why. Yeah. 
I mean, um, I probably I, I would have traded it to to buy something else. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I am considering is seeing if the price is going to drop. The I've been watching the price on that too, and it hasn't really moved that much down. But if it dropped, you know, I might cop, you know, and then hold on to it, and then because it should go back up. But the thing is, is that it's pretty risky because if it doesn't go down enough, or the thing is like, so let me back up. Um, the risk with that is that, uh, like for example, the Travis Scott sixes, those mm-hmm. are like what, 800, 900 thousand bucks. Those all go for like four or 500 bucks now. So they like, if you look at the graph on StockX when they came out, it's only gone downhill from the, from that time. Where so they went down? I yeah. want a second, I want a second pair. Yeah. The Travis Scott, well, they're still like 400 bucks or 500 bucks or whatever, but they were like 800 thousand. So they've dropped and never recovered. So that's one thing I'm thinking about. Like, oh, I can get these off whites and maybe see if they, you know, go up in value later. But there's also a chance that they may just flatline because, you know, for the off whites, they don't visually look that good. And yeah. same thing with the Travis Scott six is no diss to you, but it's like, you know, some people don't like that olive color, and you know, the six is like not necessarily like a really um, super popular design for a lot of people. So right. I can see a shoe could possibly also just you know, like bottom out, not bottom out, but, you know, not really hit its, you know, go higher than what it is now. And in fact, it could do like a six and go back down or like, go, you know, continue going down. No, I get it. And, uh, and like I, I've said it once and I've said it before, I love it when people don't like the sneakers that I like. I absolutely love it. I, I'm right now I'm big on sixes. Mm-hmm. So, and I want people to, to not like them, but that way there is no resale. I, I don't, I mean, you you know this about me, but I'm just gonna put it on 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 the air. I give two shits about notoriety. Mm-hmm. I don't care what other people think about my sneakers. I post them every once in a while, but as often as I do post what sneakers I'm wearing, you'll catch me twice uh, twice that with me not posting. I didn't post a sneaker all weekend, and I've mm-hmm. worn five pairs this weekend alone. I yeah. do it for me, and I live in a place where people don't even recognize. Yeah. So I got, I mean, I got a couple of like real, real heaters in here that are worth well over 15, 16, 17, $800. Mm-hmm. And I don't post them and people don't say nothing. I wear it because I like the colorway. That's what's up. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, nah, it's, uh, I, them sixes, I love, I love those sixes and I do want a second pair. I start, my Travis's are already pretty beat. Damn. Okay. You, you putting well, miles on them. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. Beat for me. Beat for me is worn three or four times. Oh wow, okay. No, well, cause I mean you. So those that can't see, I have an entire wall and a half behind me of sneaker boxes stacked on top of each other. So yeah. that's, I mean, you know, with when I, when there's that many, mm-hmm. we consider beat two different two different uh, definitions. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, one thing I wanted to say about. The off white fives, and we were talking a second ago about how like the value may go down, like the Travis Scott sixes did. But one thing about the off white fives is that they stand out. You know, like I said, it's kind of got that you know a little bit of a shimmer to it. But those holes on the side, they look kind of weird, but it stands out. So true. See how you know these could be like rising value because basically you're making a statement, right? It's almost like the Travis right. Scott six with the backward swoosh. It's like whoa, okay. It's very clear when you see the Travis Scott, sorry, the Travis Scott ones, it's like, okay, that guy's got a pair of Travis Scott ones. There's like no denying it. And same thing with those off-white fives, because those holes in that kind of kind of color, it's like you can't 
miss them. So people who like to flex and want to let people know I got an expensive shoe, you're not going to like casually just not see that. You're going to definitely, they pop like that. So that True. might be why people, like, even though they're not, my point is like, even though they don't look very good, they stand out. So it's like, oh, they right. stand out and people know they're expensive. Boom. Time to, time to front and stun on everybody. True. I do like the white ones though. Yeah, I like them better than the gray ones. True. I definitely do. Definitely do. They still have the holes in there, but I feel like if you wear white socks, you might be able to get away with it as long as your as long as your socks ain't yellow. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's so, got I'm, yellow socks? Yeah, you know, I go to the gym every morning, and uh, yeah. you might be surprised. Oh man, Dante, Dante. We could have a whole show about just the gym <laughs> and the characters in there the women that are in the gym and what people do. And it's just like, like the trainers who are in worse shape than the people they're training. Oh, I got a. There's a few of those at my local gym too. I'm just like, hold on. Who is your trainer? Anyways. Oh man. Don't get me going about the gym. Cause it's right. all kind of just effery that happens over there. Okay. So yellow socks, keep away from the uh, white off white fives. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. They, but the off-white fives might actually be kind of like a yellowish color, so the yellow socks might actually... Yellow oh, socks God. just sounds disgusting. I mean, t- throw them shits away, you know? Your socks should never turn yellow. Your socks are white, and then they kind of fade. But turning yellow, that's just unacceptable. Yo, I just left Walmart a little while ago, and we were looking through, and you can buy a 10-pack of white socks for $10, the and ones Yeah. Do that. Yeah, yeah. $10. I, I'll, so, I'll one-up you. You can go to the dollar store because I got a 99 cent store by my uh, Capoeira school and you can get a pack of white socks. They might be kind of the thin ones. A pack of six for a dollar. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is that cotton? Yeah, it's cotton, but they're really thin. And for me, I like them because, you know, sneakers run really tight. So when you need like a thin pair of socks to make them comfortable, those those socks are perfect. See, they don't work for me no more because since I've been losing all this weight, my sneakers have been fitting a lot bigger now. That's right. Yeah, I wanted. To, I forgot to bring that up as far as one of our topics, but I don't know if you want to fill the audience in on like your your progress and how it's been and so on and so forth. Uh, sure. So real quick, just to kind of get off topic. Um, <laughs> so what about? Well, we kind of been off topic, but five, six, six weeks ago, um, six six weeks ago, my my uh, work started a twelve week weight loss challenge. So. When I started in, I've been I've been lifting heavy for years, but I've never watched what I eat. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a strong guy, but, you know, got a gut and all that other stuff. Right. So I I worked out so that way I didn't have to watch what I eat. Pizzas and pastas and cannolis and um, mm-hmm. everything. Great. Great. What, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Tacos. There you go. Kind of mix it up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. so so 261 was the first day that I weighed in. And I'm now down to 237 and about a half. Damn, okay. That's like 20 so, pounds, like that, right? 24? So and it's been six weeks. So it's uh, really just been kind of changing my whole mindset, changing the diet. Um, the lunch, every once in a while, I'll get away with like doing, still doing like an eh lunch, but that's also midday to where I can still do activities and at work, you know, to burn it off. But right. dinner, though, dinner is the important one. So dinner, I'll do. Uh, whatever flavor God seasoning I'm feeling right now, it's habanero because it's a uh, zero calorie and very, very low sodium mm-hmm. compared to other seasonings that are out there. Uh, one piece of grilled chicken and I go crazy with the vegetables. So I'll get like either Brussels sprouts or asparagus. Okay. And I just fill it all. 
Yeah. That's my that's my dinner. But yeah, so I'm down to 237 and a half. Wow, man, that's great. Um, that seemed like a lot of weight loss in a short amount of time because I thought technically you're only supposed to be losing like a pound a week or something like that. So well, just... but I'm also in the gym for about three hours a day and I drink a lot of water. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, damn, three hours. That's a that's a commitment right there. That's that's some serious time you're putting in. That also includes uh getting there, warm up, uh, mm-hmm. stretching, cardio, uh, mm-hmm. shower itself, getting ready afterwards, because I, I get I do everything there and go straight to work. Gotcha, gotcha. What time you get up to, to do all this? Two. Two AM? Yeah. Every oh. day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's dedication right there. Man, props to you. But I think one thing that I think is really motivating is when you see like the results, then it just reinforces like the drive to continue doing. I think what happens a lot of times is people like will do stuff and they don't really see any results and they just kind of give up. But you know, when you start seeing, you know, the muscles either looking a little more ripped or a little bit of like, you know, things looking slim or whatever, it's like, okay, okay, yeah, the work's the work's paying off. So I'm gonna keep it right. going. It's weird though, because I've been lifting heavy for so long, is that when I every once in a while I'll get kind of the urge to to throw some more weight on there, kind of to to compare back to what I used to lift. And mm-hmm. I can't even move it, man. I'll tell you that at that moment, I feel a little bad. But yeah. then I go back to the scale after my workout and realize that I'm working on weight loss and not mass gain. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, one thing there's a, like a saying, which you've probably heard before, but as far as like getting like a six pack, it starts in the kitchen. There's no like, yep. you know, whatever. So if you're trying to get that shape, especially trying to drop weight and get slim. Yeah, it's the food. It's crazy because I was talking to someone about this today. Like, if I'm not paying attention, I can drink Cokes like, you know, it's no one's business. And that's not very much food or very much substance, but a lot of calories. You know, yeah. it's like a lot of calories jammed in that. And like, just cutting out sodas, you know, is really good as far as like, you know, being healthier and not having so much calories. Because like, for me, I, you know, I don't need to lose really any weight. But the thing is, like, if I'm sloppy with my food, I'll put on a few pounds and I don't want to do that. Right. No, I only I don't drink soda except for um, the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Soda and popcorn. Well, in the movie theater, those are my only two things that I do. But I'm a, I'm bad when it comes to the popcorn. No butter, but I kill I kill the large bucket and the free refill myself. <laughs> Damn. Okay, homie. I, I put popcorn away. <laughs> yeah. But I'm done for the rest of the day though. Like I can't move. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But I'm assuming you haven't been doing that recently since you've been dropping all this weight. No, I did it last weekend. Okay. You know what, though? But that's also a sign or just a reminder of, and I think we probably need to wrap up this, like, health health minute <laughs> or health yeah, minute. But I think the thing is, is that, you know, if you're taking care of business and then you have one day from time to time where you just, like, you know, do what you want as far as food, it's all good. You know, True. but I think what happens is, is we have a lot of problem, not a problem, but we do a lot of unconscious eating. It's like, oh, there's cookies there. Oh, there's this and that. It's like, you don't really want them. And you're giving yourself these calories, you know when you don't really need, don't really desire them. It's just eating it because it's there. As opposed to being more mindful, like, okay, now I'm gonna eat, like right now, I got some ice cream here. Now, I've been pretty good about my food all week, but I'm eating some ice cream now. So, but I'm being choosy, choosy with eating the quote unquote bad stuff. Right, yeah, I do gum. Okay. Whenever, whenever I, I mean, cause it's, like you said, it's when you get bored. When you get bored, you just wanna unconsciously eat. So yeah. when I start getting bored at work, yeah, it's more of a oral fixation to do something. It's just like uh, smoking. That's how I quit smoking, too. That's why they always say chew gum. So right. instead, now I chew gum whenever I get the urge to want to eat something because I know I'm not really hungry. Right. Yeah. I'm just bored. I need to do something. 
Yeah, what I think it is, is that I heard someone say this in the past is that it's it's pleasurable, right? So it's pleasure seeking. So if you're bored or you're tired or a little frustrated or stressed out, having a piece of chocolate is instant, like, you know, um, rush of that kind of stuff. So I think a lot of times we do that just to make ourselves happy. So yeah, good, good call with the gum and finding, you know, ways to not give in to those, those needs. All right. Let's. Do, 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 do. There's your health tip for the day, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So um, now we were talking about goat and stock X a second ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think uh, now that now that they've been out for quite some time now, kind of did over switched over to uh, their new kind of uh, the way, I guess the way they do things uh, with goat getting with Foot Locker or doing going through their deal, uh, mm-hmm. stock X kind of staying consistent. And um, what do you think about goat versus stock X? Do you have a preference? Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot that I can say about that. So I'll try to keep it somewhat short and concise. Um, so I prefer Goat over StockX, hands down. The thing is this, is that um, with StockX, the prices are tend to be cheaper than Goat. So if you want to buy some and you want to keep it for personal, then um, uh, StockX is probably your best bet. However, this is the big thing, though. With StockX, they have a, a wide range of what they consider DS. So the box can be damaged. You can be missing accessories. You can be missing, you know, uh, extra shoelaces, so on and so forth. And that's still DS. So if you just want the shoes and you want a good price or like a kind of a better price, I think StockX is cool. But if you want everything that came with it and you want the box and and everything to be in great shape, then you have to go with Goat. But you might be paying a little bit more for it. Um, as far as the customer service. The customer service on StockX is awful. You send them Horrible. a message, you send them a message, they don't respond back for like three days. And then when they do respond back, they will give you some sort of cookie cutter template answer, you know. Uh, so so yeah, anyways, let me I'll just be real quick about it. Uh, and then with GOAT, I don't deal with a lot of them for customer service because I haven't had really any issues, but just the other day I had an issue with GOAT. Um, and I sent something in and I think, I think I was missing something and they were like, and they responded back literally within like a half an hour of me sending that email. And then I sent another message and they responded back again. So StockX never does that and go answer my question immediately. So I'm, I'm big on go when it comes hmm. to customers. See, cause I've, on, I've on, be, like you said, I only buy for personal use. I don't buy for really any other purpose. So my whole thing was, is uh, which is cheaper. And it was, it's always been stock X every time I get on the site. So, but you are a hundred percent correct. I absolutely hate, hate stock X as far as their customer service goes. Yeah. So I'll tell you one time, uh, just once it was from one of my Kyrie's. I went on there and I wanted to see what the total was going to be like after shipping and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was going through there and I accidentally bought the sneaker i immediately went on there and said please cancel i was just trying to find the final price like i didn't mean to buy the shoe right and they messaged back oh sorry and like you said the cookie cutter uh right. we are uh, an evolving reselling platform yeah. once you get we the shoe you can... we just are the middleman we have no control right. right so i'm like yo what mm-hmm. but like like you said i buy for personal pairs so every time uh, they've had the lowest price, so you know you go where it's at. Yeah, see, I the problem I have with go sorry StockX is that, and this is something that you know our listeners and maybe you Dante need to be aware of or just look out for is that Goat 
and StockX both include tax on their yes the yes they do that can really boost up the price i remember like even a year ago or less it was no tax so anyways i was on StockX the other day and i was trying to buy a pair of shoes and i was comparing versus goat and on StockX, when i typed in the you know the thing and clicked on the price it showed me the final price and it didn't include and it didn't include tax so i was like oh okay bet cool StockX for some reason not charging tax anymore so maybe something changed right so then i go to buy the shoe i click like buy it now or whatever and the then and then the tax shows up. But the, but the thing is, like, the Buy It Now page, it was, like, loading or whatever. So it didn't show the tax. So I just, like, okay. It's, like, the button was, like, Buy It Now. So I was, like, okay, cool. I know the price, blah, blah, I hit Buy It Now. Then I saw the price, like, 60 bucks higher than what I paid. I was, like, what the F is this? So then I sent a message to StockX being, like, yo, your site made it seem like you don't have the tax. And I bought the shoes, and the tax showed up. And then they were, like, oh, you know, da, 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 da. And I just had to send them a letter that was nasty. You know, I sent my nasty, nasty email back. I mean, I was all kinds of like, you know, profanity and stuff because like, I was pissed, you know, right. because it's my first time dealing with them. And then after that message, oh, sorry, first of all, let me back up. So I had the problem with Go. I sent them, sorry, StockX, I sent them the message and they didn't respond to me for three days. And then they responded to me with this BS cookie cutter thing. So then I was heated. I sent them a really like kind of not so mature message. Anyway. Not so mature. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to send it to you because there's some stuff I said on there that I've shown to some people. And they're like, whoa, bro, what are you, you know, you need to chill. Anyways, the point is, is that when I sent that really nasty message to them, then they refunded back my tax. So it's really sad that I had to, like, you know, go out the side of my mouth just to get them to, you know, actually, first of all, answer my question and then refund my money for the tax. So that was my experience with StockX. Yo, they whack because uh, I don't know if you remember, but they actually had some seller, like a sell, like half off seller fees or something like yeah. that. Um, and from what I understand, myself included, we sold during that during that time frame and did not receive that discount. So I was like, what the hell? So I uh, sent them a message. And of course, I got the cookie cutter back. And I said, well, this doesn't make any sense. I sold it during that time period. And, uh, and I said, well, when are we estimated to get our, our refund back? And granted, it was only like six dollars. But when you when you're this type of company like StockX, that big, $6 times how many people? Yes. Yeah. I and it was it. more, it was more the principle of it. It's just, I don't, I don't like being taken advantage of because mm-hmm. I don't like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it, yeah, man. So they put that out there. And from what I understand, people are only getting it if they spend the time to send a nasty email. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. And that's the thing is that's, that's, that's really is sad because it's like you owe me something or you did me dirty and you have something to make up. And unless I come at you and like threaten you, you're not going to do something. It's like your common customer service should be that there's a problem. First, identify it. And I was, let me change, let me kind of go sideways for a second. I was talking to my wife and I was like, look, if they would have at least acknowledged my problem and said, hey, we're sorry, we can't do this or whatever, you know, because of whatever, I would have been like, okay. I'd respond, but probably not nasty. But when they didn't even address my problem and then just gave me that nonsense, you know, type of like cookie cutter thing, I felt insulted because it's like yeah. I came across the real issue. You didn't address the issue. And not only did you not address the issue, you gave me some nonsense like form letter and I was heated. So that was my experience with StockX. And it's really sad that you only get service when you act a fool. Yeah, they whack. They whack. And so, well, because you said that, and uh, I'm actually. I'm reaching out because I'm a vet myself. I'm reaching out to see if Goat um, does offer like a million, I don't know, like free shipping or something. If mm-hmm. they offer anything, anything to lower the price, like like I said, shipping, 
uh, or like a 10% because they're associated with Foot Locker. Foot Locker does. If they yeah. do, I'm never buying StockX again. Yeah. Uh, something else I was going to say about that. Uh, yeah. So regarding like the StockX thing, um, for them to have those millions of transactions, so they're making money and they have obviously the capacity to be able to process all these millions of transactions. It makes zero sense to me for them to not have the customer service to be able to keep up with the amount of transactions that are happening. Meaning like if you have a million transactions, let's just say you have a hundred transactions, chances are one out of those 100 is going to have an issue. Let's just say 10 out of those 100 is going to have an issue. So then yep. you should have the staff ready to be able to handle 10% of the transactions as far as like them not working. And it seems like they don't have that. And that's what pisses me off because like, oh, you're going to make all the money on one end, but then on the other end where you have to like take care of your customers, all of a sudden you don't have the resources. Come on, son. Right. No, you were 100%, 100% right. Yeah. So they just whack. That's all I gotta say. They whack, and like and like I said, if Goat comes back to me with uh with the response to my message talking about that they do offer something, mm-hmm. I mean, and I I can almost honestly say this that I'm done with with StockX, and I do also like the fact that StockX does have use pass too. Yeah, I don't need I don't need everything. Goat, Goat, StockX. I mean, yeah, yeah, Goat, Goat. My bad, Goat. Yeah. I do like that Goat has uh use pass too. I don't need everything brand new all the time. Yo, go to use pairs, which is great because you can basically get a, I got a basically a brand new pair of um, those uh, Jordan 1 mid uh, Maison Rouge. Um, mm-hmm. And it looks just like a brand new pair. And I paid basically the same I paid for, the, you know, I mean, you know, I got them pretty cheap. But I was also going to say is that one thing that's nice about Goat is that they also have a return policy. So if you get a pair of kicks and say the price shot up or something like that and you pay too much for them, you can return them within three days. If they're DS, not used, but they're DS shoes. So what that means is that if you buy a shoe, because say maybe it's hyped up, right? This happened to me. I bought a shoe, it was hyped up. And so I bought it. And then, you know, a few days later, the price went down. Why well, I hadn't got the shoe yet. So when the shoe arrived, I basically just took the shoe and said, hey, go, I'm going to return this. And Goat's like, cool, okay, we'll just charge you 20 bucks, 10 shipping here, 10 shipping back. And you can return the shoe and you just have to go credit. So then now I got the credit back and now I can buy the shoe again for a lower price and then have the remaining credit stay in my account as opposed to, you know, having to pay the high price and have no recourse. Damn, it, it, dro- it dropped that much to where you were uh, even being charged the, uh, the $20 you still made. Wow. Yeah. You bought, it, you bought it too soon, whatever that was. Was that? I said you bought it too soon, whatever that was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes it's like, it's like day trading, right? It's like, oh, okay. You know, this shoe, this shoe is like a good price now. It's going to shoot up or whatever. So let me get it now. But then, you know, a couple of days later, it's like it turns out, like, let me back up. A lot of times we don't really know what's going to happen. It's like if you wait till after the fact, you're already too late. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So about the shoe. Anyways, the point is, is that with GOAT, you only you only have the fear of losing 20 bucks, uh, you know, if you buy a shoe too soon or pay too much for a shoe. So now well, some people would argue that, you only get it in GOAT credit. So you don't technically get your money back. You have to buy something else from them. But if, if you on GOAT, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, if you on GOAT, then you're going to end up going back to that anyway. To, exactly. I mean, exactly. it's, like, it's like having money in your PayPal account. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's nice. And StockX is no type of refund policy. Nothing. nothing you know. Nothing. Man, you're selling me on GOAT right now. You, we, are we sponsored and we don't know? No, we're not sponsored by GOAT. Oh, okay. so, are you sponsored yeah. by GOAT then? I wish. No, so, uh, let me back up, though, because I am sing- singing Goat's praises. However, Goat is slacking when it comes to the um, they don't have any like sales information as far as like, 
you know, what the price is and like right. all they show you is what the highest price, what the lowest price is and the highest bid. They don't show you like how many people are selling them, how many pairs. StockX kills goat as far as that kind of information. Right. Um, the other thing I don't like about StockX is that, sorry, goat is that if you're selling a pair of shoes, um, you don't get any notifications if someone makes an offer unless that offer is within 15%. So what that means is that basically if I'm selling a shoe for a hundred bucks, if someone makes a bid for 70 bucks, I don't even know about it. It's only when they make a bid for $85 or higher do I get a notification. And I think I, that's I wonder if you can adjust that, adjust can't. that rate. No? There's oh, no way okay. to adjust that. And the thing is, StockX is good about that because any bid, whether it's a lowball bid or whatever, you know, as long as it's like, you know, uh, higher or lower or whatever, as long as the bid, well, I don't know, I'm getting confused here. But the point is that you get notifications when there's a new bid out there, a new high bid. And even when the bids go down, you get that notification and same thing when you're trying to buy stuff when the price changes you get the notification you don't get that on goat okay see what i don't like the, the whole reason why i've only ever sold through StockX is because through goat uh being a newer user there's so many you got to take a pictures of this and the size and inside the, uh -huh. box, inside the box you got to take a picture of your first one trials you know what i mean you got you, you got to take, take like six or seven pictures then you yeah. have to make sure that everything is brand new like it's I mean, whenever, yeah, it was just never convenient for me. But StockX, because it, uh, because it was brand new in DS, I didn't have to take no pictures. I can just say, boom. And I never do bids. I always just do sell now. Gotcha. I gotcha. Um, with Goat, uh, I've sold a few things under. I haven't sold a ton, but I've sold a decent amount. And I don't have to do any pictures. Because I think my rating is high enough that I just basically can just mark it down. Not See, that I'm, you have to do pictures, but brand right. new, no pictures. See, I'm still green. I'm still green with the uh, selling through Goat just because the first couple of times it was really inconvenient at that time to take the pitches, and they were DS. So I just said, F, F, F this. Um, uh, I, I got time for it. I got, you know, I got to go. Gotcha. All right. So that's it for StockX and Goat. Uh, there was the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight that happened. I didn't watch it. I just know the result because I saw like a little bit of highlights. Um, did you happen to catch the highlights? Uh, I did not catch the highlights yet. Uh, I only catch the highlights for stuff like that when I go to the gym. Okay. Um, I did see, however, the he came in. Um, what is that? Fury came in with like a full suit of armor. He looked like a freaking clown. Yeah, he came in with a full full, uh, full suit of armor, and I, I don't know what he was thinking. But I'm gonna tell you what though. I haven't seen very money, or I haven't seen as many memes as I have. For anything else, but yo, I've been dying at every single one, and I don't quite understand if there's references to them. But like the one where he says, "Yo, go get the pistol," and then the other one where he says that, uh, "Oh, I could beat Mike Tyson in his prime." Mm -hmm. Like, yo, I've been laughing at every single one of them. I'm see. Once we're done with this little podcast, I'm gonna go on Instagram and start looking up those memes. I haven't seen any of them. I just know he wore that stupid armor thing, and it even had like light up eyes on it. Like the like it had like parts where like it would like have lights in it. And so like, he looked like a freaking clown. Get out of here. What's the other dude's name? Tyson Fury. Uh, Tyson? Maybe it's not Tyson. It's, his last name is Fury. Oh, okay. no. Who's the other dude? What's his name? The, the dude. Deontay Wilder. Oh, yeah, Wilder. So Wilder. Wilder, they also showed ESPN, showed a little clip video of him licking Fury's, like, Fury's neck. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it was weird, but I was laughing, like, unbelievable the whole time. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Were you talking about... Okay, you're talking about Deontay. Wait, 
You're talking about Deontay, the black boxer. He was the one wearing all the nonsense. Are you talking about the other guy? Yeah, other no, no, no. Uh, the uh, Deontay. Yeah, yeah. He, he is. was wearing all the nonsense. So the other dude was licking Deontay. Yeah, gotcha. Now, do you know how the fight ended? No. Okay. So I guess you can – I can spoil it now or you can check it out later. But No, um, you can tell me. I, I'm not – I, I got to admit, I'm not too big into boxing, so I really don't care either way as far as – I just like – I like to hear who won who didn't. Yeah, so Fury won um, by TKO. Um, Wilder's team actually threw in the towel. Like, when's the last time you seen a boxing oh, match? Oh, that's right. That's threw- right. I did see something on that. I'm like, geez, your man's getting beat up that bad. And this was the seventh round. It wasn't like they threw in the towel in the 10th or the 11th, you know. So, um, yeah, so he lost. And um, apparently, I didn't see the fight, but I was at a bar during the fight. But, of course, I wasn't paying no 20 bucks to go watch that stupid fight. So I was... I can only see like the ESPN clips. And when they mm-hmm. showed the clips of each round, uh, Fury was ahead each round. So I guess he outclassed uh, Deontay and he was like dominating the whole time. Um, so that's what happened. But one thing that's really funny to me is that Deontay, you know, I try to give up, you know, my, my, my brother, I wanted him to do well. But the thing, right. you come out there acting a damn fool and then lose, you know, that's what's the ultimate thing. Cause it's like he was talking mad mess. He came out there looking like a clown. He was trying to be all hyped up. And then you lose, and it's Black History Month? Come on, son. That's just oh, hell's on the ground, right. man. You know, come, right. in there with humble pie. come in there with humble pie and just do your job. You lose, great. But you come in there doing all that showboat and all that nonsense and then lose, it's like, come on, son. You took you L's. Got to win. You got to win if you come in there acting a fool yeah. like that. Acting a damn fool. And you lose? Come on, son. So. Yikes. <laughs> see, see that that would have made me upset then, because uh, right now the only fights that I watch from beginning to end have been on the Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you know, any anything yeah. that's short of that was going to be a letdown. All the Rocky movies, those are that that's my boxing experience. Damn. Okay. Well, but you know, if we back up to like you know when our on our younger years when you had Tyson and um, what's it called Lennox Lewis, Holyfield, those are some good heavyweight fights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So those I have seen, I've seen um. Lennox, I've seen this prime because I think he's the youngest one out of the bunch. Uh, Tyson, I've seen uh, toward the tail end and um, Holyfield too. Evander. Yeah. I was I, I wasn't there inside, but I did see on TV the 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 ear bite. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's interesting is that, uh, like De- Deontay, sorry, Wilder and Fury. Prior to people talking about them in their last fight, I never even heard of those two. And they just don't really have the heavyweight lore or allure like the Tysons and whatever. So, you know, for me, I haven't been in the heavyweight boxing in years. So Does it's anyone like, really now, though, anymore? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, it's just not the same. I think what's happening is there's no other sports. There's no Super Bowl. There's no basketball. I mean, there is, but nothing spectacular. You know, so it's like, okay, this is the thing to watch. But, yeah, those guys don't have any... any um appeal to me like you look at wilder wilder's in pretty good shape you look at fury you know his body is just eh. you're a heavyweight champion or heavyweight box you should be like ripped you know he's, he's, he's like just heavyweight. He exactly he's heavyweight exactly without the muscles yeah you know so besides like george foreman pretty much every heavyweight champion looks like a heavyweight champion this guy just looks like right. a construction worker yeah because i think the last the last but heavyweight, uh, heavyweight boxing, as I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the last kind of real star there was was Lennox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. after that, it kind of just fell off. He was like the the last one. 
Right, exactly. So my point is that like this is it's almost kind of like this is going to sound bad, but it's almost kind of like Valentine's Day, right? It's like a meetup. They're just kind of making these guys the thing to watch right. because no one really else. But, you know, well, Deontay, Deontay won the first one. So they, it, I was, mean, it, it was a draw. It was a draw. Yeah, that's why this was such a big rematch because both of them oh, were still. Oh, that's what it was. OK. Yeah. OK. I, I didn't remember that one. I thought I thought Deontay won the first one. So this was supposed to be like Fury's mm-hmm. comeback. And then now they're talking about doing a third one already because they want justice or something. So I don't know. I think the thing is, is that Fury is a better boxer. Wilder has more power. So my, Wilder's really dangerous. However, I believe in the first fight with Fury and Wilder, Fury also was like beating him as well as far as like, you know, skills. But Wilder got a few good shots on him and knocked him down. So at the end, they. I think, <laughs> Excuse me, I think at the end they made it a draw because of that. But I think just on like skills and taking away just like you know strong raw power, Fury's the better boxer. So I'm not completely shocked that he won this time and Wilder lost. Because Wilder won his last fight against someone else, but the other guy was beating him most of the round, and Wilder just hit him with a nice shot and then KO'd him. So that was it. Okay. I did hear that Fury was was a powerhouse. No, okay. it's Wilder's the powerhouse. Maybe Fury is as well, but Wilder is definitely hit you one. Okay. You're done. That might that might have been it too. Again, like I said, it's, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, folks. I'm a, a a little shy with the boxing stuff, so it's I'm I get information, but I don't really know who to apply it to most of the time, just because I don't really follow it. I don't really follow it hardcore. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. All right, what are, what's up with this Houston Astros thing? I really don't know anything about the other than they were cheating or something. So what's up with that? Well, so okay, so I'm a Yankee fan, so obviously I'm a little bit about it. Um, but it's not necessarily the controversy as far as the Astros cheating last year. It's something about sign signaling. What What's irritating me at to this point is every day on ESPN, literally every day, they're still talking about it. Okay. Now, I mean, is there nothing else to talk about? I don't know if they're just trying to fill the air, but every day I see the same dude standing outside of the Astros training, <laughs> and every day it's like something new, but they're talking about it like it's brand new. Or every day it's like the same thing, but they're talking about it like it's brand new. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about like the Astros cheating, right? And then they got to one of the Astros players like talking about a bad tattoo on his chest, like a, but it was a tattoo like I think of his daughter's name or something. Yeah, it was stupid. So that's that's more or less of what I'm saying. And the only reason why I even want to bring it up is it's just irritating. Like I said, every day I get into the gym, it's the exact same thing about the Houston Astros cheating. It's like, okay, we understand the uh, MLB needs to to do what they need to do as far as do they take away the championship? Do they just give them a black mark? Do they, uh, you know, do they take any of the awards away? You know, do what you got to do and let's move on. The season's about to start or the season starts in October. Um, October, my bad. Season starts here. What I think, sixteen weeks, um, okay. something like that. But uh, I'm I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for the Yankees to come actually take it this year. Uh, but uh, they need to stop. I think I think it's done. They're just beating a dead horse at this point. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not a big baseball person, so like, eh, to me, whatever. But yeah. You know, cheating or getting some sort of unadvantage or stealing signals or whatever, that's kind of shady, especially if you're, well, yeah, if that gives you some sort of advantage that's against the, against the rules. But, you know, I don't really have a team. I'm from Seattle, so 
you know, I would be a Seattle Mariners fan, but oh. ever since Ken Griffey left years and years ago, I've had no real interest in the team you, at you all. You had Ichiro so. for a little while. Was that Ichiro? You had Ichiro yeah. for Suzuki. You had him for a little while. Yeah, yeah, but at that point, I was already done. So it's like oh, it was cool to hear about him here and there, but I wasn't like hard body following. So, so that's that. Yo, do you have any floors in your house that are kind of slippery? Because I just went in the kitchen. Um, and my pants were a little bit long, so they're kind of like hanging a little low. And I stepped on the kitchen floor, and my foot slid about a foot and a half. I almost ate shit. <laughs> so I don't know if that ever happens to you. If you have any like floors in your house that are slippery, that if you're not careful, and you catch it on the wrong angle. That's all she wrote. Uh, uh, no, I do not. Okay. Yeah, but I got carpet everywhere. Yeah. Okay. In the kitchen. You know, well, no, of- not in the kitchen, but the way that my kitchen's set up is that you you walk into the kitchen, you walk out of the kitchen. Like it's just a like a like a, like a rectangle. Okay. So you just walk in, but right at the edge of that kitchen, there's carpet. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, all right. So, what else we got? So, couple. Let's see here. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. So. Jordan 1s. Mm-hmm. We got a new Jordan 1 coming out this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Um, first off, we haven't really done a stash of pass, so we'll do it on this one. So Jordan 1, fine green, stash of pass. Uh, let's see. Let me pull that up again. That's, But that's not like the Celtics ones, right? That's a different one? Um, no, not like the Celtics. Because the Celtics are white and green. This is a black and green, right? Right. This is like the bread, uh, the bread ones, but black or but green. I like them. Um, I think I would pay retail for them. Would I pay resale for them? Probably not, because I don't think I have a lot of uh, pine green stuff that would match with this. So I'd have to wear like all black. But um, just look at the photos there. They're cool. They okay. kind of remind me, basically remind me of like the shadows, just like a green, you know, right. a green thing. But yeah, so I like them, but retail only. Okay, yeah, I'm with you on that. So that's that's where I'm at too. So these are definitely a stash for retail. Um, excuse me. I don't really see these going too far over retail. I don't know though, yo. You never know. Like, uh, so the the Jordan One Women's, what is that? Chicago to UNC, the black one. Yeah. Like I, those. No, you didn't like them. You know how I feel about the two tone shoes. Dude. Well, the two tone. You said you never really minded. It was the mismatch. Ah, mismatch. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, but the, uh, go ahead. In, in the UNC to Chicago, though. It's not mismatched, but it's just not balanced, though, because you have, like, green and the blue in the back and red in the front. It's like, that's, to me, I just, I, I think something mentally doesn't, that, like, it just, aesthetically, like something's wrong. It's incomplete. Okay. See, I and I and I like them. So, I'm happy that the I copped, but the, the resale is only, what, $30, $40 over retail. Yeah, they had tons of those, and there's no real resale on those. So that's good. Yeah, so I was, I was super happy when I realized that. I was like, okay, cop. So yeah. I definitely pick mine up. The um, but these ones though, if they if they float around kind of where those ones are, then I'll cop uh, or for retail or less. But uh, anything like crazy for Jordan one, nah. So to me, they're a stash. Yeah, they're sitting here on StockX, like in my size at two. Sorry, at thirteen for like two forty, and but the, high, the highest bid is two ten. But the thing is, the retail is one seventy, so one seventy right. plus tax. Bumped up to like 185, 190. So 232 floors, I'm like, 
you know, 40, 50 bucks of retail. Right. And well, the highest bid is 210. So that's really retail. Right. So, well, exactly. I was going to say minus the fees, that person is selling it. So they're not making no money. Right. So, well, yeah. So, uh, okay. So going from that to a different topic. So one of my boys posted on social media and I just kind of want to get your input on it. He sure. posted on social media that under a picture of these, he said, Jordan one needs to stop with the ones. What is your opinion? What do you think about that comment? Um, I would say I disagree because those, I just mentioned earlier, but those Jordan one mid Maison Chateaus are absolute yoga flames for me. And if Jordan one was to stop making the Jordans, then I wouldn't have been able to get that pair. Now, as far as like the, what's it called? The black and reds, the classic colors, so on and so forth. I'm not that big into those. So it's like, yeah, maybe you can stop on that. But for me, you know, isn't if, if it makes the shoes more available, then cool, keep making them. Um, but here's my, here's my caveat to that. If they're pumping out these Jordan ones and then not pumping out other stuff because of that, then maybe slow down on them. So if I could like see what was like on their list of possibilities and see that something that I really want was not being built in place of the Jordan ones, then I can see that argument. Okay. <laughs> and I understand that. And that brings up to a fair point. But if they don't, if they come out with the ones and if they keep consistent with threes, sixes, and thirteens, that's all I need. Yeah. I don't care about none of the other ones. They can they can just keep me going with those. Yeah. So, but I don't think they should stop. I love the fact that they're pumping out ones. I want them to pump out more ones, more highs, more than anything, uh, more lows too. Uh, the mid, you already know. I I do not like them. I don't like the way they fit, feel, and they just I don't know. Then they just feel not right when I have them on my foot. The uh, those uh the Chateau La Rouge, those are dope. And the Milans that just came out yesterday, those yeah. were dope. Well. Clean. Super clean. Yes. And I I actually, uh, I was up when they posted over overseas um, on Twitter on my phone. It was like, I think it was like 3 o'clock in the morning or 2 o'clock or something. I was up. And I got the notification. I was like, mm, can't do it, man. The mids couldn't yeah. do it. So I, I passed on them. Um, but at least you're, at least you're consistent. Yes. But no, I, I want them to come out with more. Bring ones out. Ones, threes, sixes, and thirteens for me. Yeah, you're forgetting one very, very amazing model, and that's the Jordan 4. I was going to say the 4. I could, For me, I could deal with the 4. Uh, I only have three pairs of 4s. Yeah. Yeah, but I have 11 threes, 24, mm-hmm. 25 ones. Damn, um, 25 Jordan 1s. You yeah. could have your own locker. Almost, but I don't want to sell them. I was going to say, side 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 note, with a collection that big, and I know it's like smaller because you got rid of a lot, you could probably open up your own consignment shop with your own kicks and then use that as a foundation to like get more. Well, you know that's how Soul Supremacy started. Yeah, I think a lot of these places started. Cause like Even Prestige... They said that a bunch of, you know, Naka and a bunch of his homies got together with their collections and used that to start their store. Yeah. Um, Derek from Soul Supremacy, he uh, had a bunch of sneakers one day and he said, you know what? Hmm. So he 
He said he didn't really want them anymore, so he sold every single pair on eBay. And this is when eBay was like really like yeah. it didn't have the the fakes and, and it was yeah. really popping. So he turned around and was like, hmm, okay. So he sold them all, made a nice profit, and he just turned around and kept buying and selling, kept buying and selling, and just kept doing that. Then that's how that's how social supremacy kind of started doing his thing. Yeah. Now I could, but I have separation anxiety when I think about a lot of these things leaving my side. If I'm not ready to let them go, if I'm not ready to cut that cord. Yeah, I think what happened with Prestige was that they said that to start the business, they had to sell shoes that they didn't want to let go, but they needed that to, you know, get the inventory in and get the, I guess, the finances or whatever. But yeah, their dream was, my understanding was to start the store. So because of that, they had to sell a lot of their own, like, high-end stuff. But their bigger dream was to get the store. So it's not like for you, F the store, you just want the kicks. Yeah, I don't want the store. So yeah. my whole thing, um, so again, we're getting off track, but that's all right. So a lot of people, a lot of people like to say, oh, it's not work if you enjoy what you're doing or if it's like a hobby or something. So everyone always tells me, and, I, and I've done this before, it's how I, I, I worked. I was a footlocker manager or champs manager and mm-hmm. finish line manager and, and shoe palace. And so I've worked the sneaker store circuit, right? Mm-hmm. So the sneakers is something that I absolutely love. But let me tell you, man, working with the public, y'all suck. Yeah. I do not want to do that. I do not want to work with the public. I like working with the kids. Yeah. But, you know I mean, because they come in and you start chopping it up and, and you know, what are you looking for? What do you want? Oh, that, you know, this it, like that's a cool conversation. But having the public come in and trying to do returns and having them get an attitude because you, you don't got a sneaker that they want and mm-hmm. they don't understand the procedure prestige behind the sneakers that that you know the rarities and the the oh they walk in i want to get an off-white where's the off-whites for sale and you're just like uh dude those are yeah, not exactly so then you got to go through all of that and you got a lot of attitude that come in everybody you know nobody understands waiting in line that there everybody wants it now it's crazy y'all. i couldn't do it that's why i got out of that yeah i don't blame you and you know my observation i've said this before and maybe another platform or somewhere else but it's really sad to say this, but the sneakerhead community attracts a lot of lowlifes. You know, not everybody in the sneaker community is a lowlife, but there's enough that it's just like, yeah, I don't really want to deal with the public because, you know, the majority, let me be fair, the majority of people are cool, but all it but all it takes is a small percentage of people who, you know, maybe they don't have much going on, so they wanna like, you know, they wanna like try to front or they wanna be gangster or they wanna do this, they wanna do that. And you end up dealing with a lot of like riffraff and it's like Damn, homie, the only reason why I'd ever even talk to you is because we have this sneaker, you know, interest that's shared. But it's like, I don't want to have any part of you in my life. So I could see how working in the store, you take a jackass like that coming into your store, you know, and then causing problems or just, they don't, some people don't have any, excuse my language, I'm going to say, some people don't have any fucking common sense, you know? They just think, do whatever they want. And anyways, don't get me going on that, but I couldn't. Here's my question to you, though. So with that being said, mm-hmm. how do you think or what what are your thoughts on how this whole sneaker, like sneakers being as, as important as they are? How do you think they got their start? Oh, from the hip hop community. Right. So hip hop. But it was, it was mainly uh, mainly on like people on the corner wanting to be. Yeah, correct. yeah, exactly. So it's it's so it's funny to me to hear you say that, but I'm like. But that's that's how it started. True. 
True, that's the roots of it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. We've evolved since then, and hopefully we'd like to think that we become better people and turn this sneaker community, which I never really consider a community because of that, um, right. have evolved into much more decent people. But as we see on the news, because the news like to highlight uh, all the mm-hmm. negative, um, we can see that we're still working toward that. Yeah, the thing is also on top of that is that, yeah, like you said, the market has expanded, but yeah, the roots were basically, you know, from, like you said, the guys in the corner, because only they could afford those really expensive shoes. Everybody um, wanted to be fresh. Yeah, no doubt. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But the challenge is, is that now you you got to be on the defensive. Because if I come out there and I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just hook my my guy up here. Or some, you know, ran. Oh, I got these ticks. I'll sell them for retail. You know, but then the thing is you sell something for retail to someone and then that same person turns around. And then, you know, if it's your turn to try to get a connect or, or not a connect, but, you know, like a, like a, um, an alley-oop or whatever, they don't know you anymore. Or they don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Or... You give something, hook somebody else up, they turn around and just sell it and make a big profit. When you hook them up, it's like, man, if you were to just sell it, I could have just sold it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. all that kind of shadiness really just makes the community, the community, the sneaker world, you know, a little disgusting at times. Right. Yo, so I'll tell you, I've been in certain situations, especially especially when I was working for the sneaker companies, because, I mean, we all know, well, hopefully, you know, if you don't, you do now. They don't pay a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I made I made some pretty cool connects when I was working there, as far as like you know, people seeing the sneakers that I got on my feet because I was buying sneakers at the store, and then I was also wearing wearing red sneakers that we didn't sell. So um, so I was doing that, but uh, so I eventually ended up getting you know people were looking out for me every once in a while, mm-hmm. and when I would hit a rough spot, it was so easy to say, okay, I can sell this one sneaker. Mm-hmm. And make this much profit, but if I don't sell that one, I have to sell like four or five other sneakers, you know, just to make that same profit as that one shoe. What do I do? And that one shoe was it was basically gifted to me at retail. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So I mean, you're you're talking about like the the equivalent of like Galaxy Foams mm-hmm. or South Beach LeBron Eights. I mean, right. kind of like that's what you're looking at. So mm-hmm. I mean, obviously at those at those at those times of their height is when I was looking to sell them. You're looking at, I need five or six pair of J's in order to make a profit to match that. Okay. Galaxy. Let me, let me step in. So I'm not saying, you know, say Dante, I hook you up with a pair of kicks. And then, you know, a few years later, you decide to sell them or whatever. That's, you know, whatever, right. You had them for a few years. It's like, they went up in price. No big deal. But what I'm talking about is like, Dante's like, yo, you know, you know, uh, I'm gonna say my real name, GC. You got the off-white five. You know, hook me up. You know, let me, uh, let me, let me get them off you. You know, for retail, a little bit over retail, and then you turn around in the oh, same. Day, okay, I got you now. Full, full resale. It's like, come on, son. You okay, know? I feel you. Okay, no, I'm yeah. See, now you are okay. Now, judging from my store, you obviously know I wouldn't do that because I'm sitting there having a hard time years yeah. later after I warm, you know, trying to get them off. Yeah, it, yeah. That's my point. Or something where it's like, and I'm just using you as an example because I'm. This is not meaning you're like this. But right, it's like right. I plug you with a plug you pause. Anyways, I hook you up with a. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice anything until you said pause. <laughs> yeah, I, I hook you up with you know, say a pair of like I said, off white fives for retail. You know, just show love to the homie, and then maybe say you get to come up on something. Maybe you get two. Like if you only get one pair, that's different. But if you get a couple. And it's like, yo, you know, hey, Dante, can you slide that something my way? Because, you know what? And I don't even, I shouldn't have to even say because, but it's like, and then you're like, ah, oh, man, you know, uh, 
you know, I can't. It's just like, oh, geez. I oh, mean, I yeah. really looked the way, out. The way that my account set up. What was that? The way that my account set up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, so, I really. That kind of thing. So, anyways, that happens a lot. So, you know, unfortunately, the the whole point I'm trying to make is that unfortunately, the sneaker community attracts enough, like as I say, low lives, and that's maybe not the right word, that it can make the whole experience really bad. Even though 95% of the people are pretty cool, all it takes is a scam or two, or just a shady person here or there, and then it's like, ugh, you know, I'm done. No, I feel it. I completely feel it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we went from Joy One. I I think that's all I got. Yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff, dude. We went like off track with like you owning your store and health and you know, just sneaker stories about random stuff. So we're kind of all over the place. I don't even know how long we've been talking, but it's been been a little minute. Hopefully, you know, the audience appreciates it, but uh, you know, right, hopefully, hopefully, uh, I, like I always say, man, I so for everyone listening, we get a lot of mixed uh, feedback as far as, uh, you know, what you guys want to hear and how long you guys want to hear. I'm going to tell you like this. To be honest with you, I appreciate everyone who listens, but you don't have to sit and listen to us all at once. Okay, that's why I don't mind if they go for like an hour, hour and a half. Listen to us in spurts. Listen to us on your car ride home. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. Pause right. it. Come back to it. Come back to it on your next ride, uh, ride home. Mm-hmm. Okay, this isn't. We're here just to talk, have have fun. Uh, I got a couple of comments, I think, in the uh, comment section for our cast box. Okay. I'm still trying to figure out the Apple podcast. Um, but, yeah, they were saying, oh, a couple cool ones. The last one was a little – the last episode was a little cringy. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I respect it. I appreciate it. The, okay. the one, I think it was the one I did with uh, Nuno. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, the guy called the cringy. I didn't take no personal offense to it. That's, you know, it's cool. I appreciate it. He, I, I would have, I would have liked it more if he got a little bit more specific. Yeah, like what about? Yeah, exactly. Uh, whether it was, you know, the audio, or you know, whether it was, uh, you know, saying scoop, scoop, kaboop, or whatever he said. You know, that's my boy. But still, I don't even know, know that. Uh, the poopity poop when he was basically he was calling Kanye West shit, uh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was when we were bringing up uh, Kanye and and the PG4s. Okay. Hey, real quick. Um, oh, sorry. I don't want to cut you off. Please continue. No, 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 go ahead. I was, at, I was at a stopping point anyway. So speaking of Kanye, is the easy, the easies, the Yeezy Earths dropped yesterday. Thoughts on those? Whack. But yeah. it, it is a 350, though. So you won't hear me say anything positive about any any 350. Those just look terrible. Those just I, look Awful. I think they all do. And I mean, that's just me. I don't like, go ahead. Sorry. I agree. I totally agree. I don't think they look good on anyone. I have yet to see a pair, even the tiny pairs on like, and and this is like on, um, on Instagram or social media, uh, where, you know, they're made to look out. So they have, you know, a specific type of person or, you know, like a female trying to model them or do it or whatever. I've never seen them look good. Mm-hmm. The one thing that really kills it for me is that, that, the boost, but the back, like the bubble on the back. Oh, it'd be a different color? Not a different color, just how far it sticks out. Ah, gotcha. So, and like, even when the front of it starts to look good and, the, you know, they're rocking it just right, that back absolutely kills it. That and the price. Yeah. I don't price. think that sneaker is worth that much by far. And anyone who says that sneaker is comfortable, you're lying. Really? I've, I've tried it on. 
I tried it on. I stepped around in it. Uh, walked in. I mean, you may be able to justify it if you send me a pair to have and I wear it around for a little bit. <clears throat> okay, so you notice the free plug there trying to get a free pair of Yeezys. Um, but no, I've worn them a little bit. And, and you stood on the shoes. Now you're going to ask for a free pair. He was going to Oh, come on, man. The sneakers. I, I, I can't hate sneakers. Um, but anyway, this sneaker, it's, I've tried them on. I do not care for them. Um, the only Yeezys that I like are the 700s, and it's the V1s and the V3s. Gotcha. And the V3s don't even have boost. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think about those Yeezy basketball shoes? By the way, folks, that was his chair. Just so that we are, in case y'all heard that noise, he did not pass gas. Oh, yeah. I got the... Yeah, I was talking to the miss. We got to upgrade our uh, our dining room set because the chairs and the the, the the table is great, but the chairs, oh yeah, you can probably hear the chairs a little squeaky. One of the legs and on one of them cracked. So, anyways, got to upgrade the dining room set. No, that's all good. I just didn't want people to think you was over there farting. That's funny because like I didn't even hear. The only thing I heard was like I had these two bottles of um, uh, ginger beer that I'm drinking. I put them down and they kind of clanked against each clanked against each other. So I thought you heard that, but oh, glad no. there was a. Oh, yo, I know I'm all over the place, Dante, but there's this YouTube video of this dude who's got a fart app, and he's walking through the airport, and he presses a button on his phone, and it makes a fart sound, and it's oh, just we, hilarious. We are all over the place today. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. We are. Okay, my bad. I, 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 no, it's, it's good. I, I, I like it. I like the mixing it up a little bit, but that's just funny that we went from everywhere to now we're talking about a farting app. Yeah, it's hilarious. So I don't know why. I'm, I swear I'm just the most immature adult because to me, even the sound of a fart is still hilarious. You know, I got a six-year-old and we both laugh about it. Yeah. What was that? Say that again. I have a six-year-old and we both laugh about farting. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. That's just never gonna not be funny to me. You know? That's all right. At my job, uh, there's um, we have one lady who has that little. It's a fart speaker. Okay. And she has a button, so she puts it under the chair of one of the other ladies and. Every once in a while, she'll do the fart noise. Ah. <laughs> so, I mean, yes. you're not the only mature adult there is. I, I promise you that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, are so, we ready? We're, yes. We're gonna, I'm ready to wrap it up. We good to wrap it up today? Yo, man. We, we I think we talked about a lot, so I think we're good to go. All right. I can't wait to see some feedback on this one. So, <laughs> all right, folks. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Please check us out on the Instagram, Sneakers and Up. Um. Please check us out on CastBox if you're already listening to it there or Apple Podcasts. I am your boy, Dante. And I'm GC. We will talk to you later. Peace. Peace, peace. You better ask permission for you take my picture. Spend your money while you're here because you can't take it with you. And take heed to all my verses like some Bible scriptures. Uh, my name is Nemi, I'm the nicest rapper. Me versus 10 niggas ain't a fucking matchup. Put your head under the water, John the Baptist, or God body in the flesh. It's the fucking rapture. Uh, I want 30 gold chains like I'm Mr. T.